Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello everybody, I'm Lou Dobbs and welcome to The Great America Show. Thank you for being with us. A glimmer A glimmer of justice emanating from the Department of Justice this week. And that's big news because it very seldom happens. First, the former FBI counterintelligence chief who was investigating, that is, instigating in some ways, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, was sentenced on Friday to over four years for actually doing what the Marxist Dems were accusing President Trump of. This is incredible. He was colluding with Russian oligarchs. Charles McGonagall was once the special agent in charge of the FBI's counterintelligence division in New York City. He was found guilty in August of conspiring to violate the International Emergency Economic Powers Act and committing money laundering with a U.S.-sanctioned Russian oligarch. All the while, he was part of the conspiracy to frame President Trump for Russian collusion. The second act of justice out of the DOJ also came Friday, when crooked assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf resigned her post from the Biden DOJ. Who is Leslie Wolf? She's the one who blocked search warrants and felony charges for the Biden crime family. We knew about all of this in July when IRS special agents Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler testified before the House Oversight Committee as whistleblowers. Because did uh, Assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf, what, what did she do when she learned that you wanted to execute the search warrant on this storage unit? So she actually first approved and was saying that it's going to take approvals for us to get this done, but then came back a few days later and said, no, we're not going to move forward with this. And I was the one who proposed 
well, let's just wait 30 days. We'll get the approvals. We will make sure that the storage unit is not accessed, and then we can move forward with the warrant. Her response was, I'm going to think about it. And then we come to find out a few days later that they had let defense counsel know that we know about okay, the storage unit. Okay, so that's unit. key. So a U.S. attorney tipped off the lawyers of a person who was the subject of a years-long criminal felony investigation. Is that what you're saying? Did Leslie Wolf tip off Hunter Biden's lawyers? Regarding the storage uh, unit, that the, you the guys had interest unit. in the storage unit. Because once you know that, if you're the subject of a criminal investigation, those, any of those documents that can incriminate you are probably going to meet a match and some gasoline. So that's astounding to me that that is direct evidence, clearly, of preferential treatment, and that is not normal stuff. Is that normal? So I can tell you that that was actually my kind of red line situation, a little bit different than how Shapley refers to it, but I didn't think we had a seat at the table. It was just, it, it, it disappointed me so, so badly, but I knew this was something that we were up against and that it was like, okay, that's what they decided to do. Have you, either of you, ever seen anything like that before in your decades of experience? And gentlemen, time's expired, but please feel free to answer the question. No, I, I have not. I have not either. It's too early to call this a house cleaning, but at least two corrupt actors are out of the picture, at least for now. It looks like the country can't wait for President Trump to return to the White House. The prospect has the Marxist Dems and deep staters apoplectic. You would think they were in advanced stages of Trump derangement syndrome. Miles Taylor, a former DHS employee, is terrified of the potential return of President Trump. He says if President Trump returns to the White House, he may shut off all Americans' internet. I think Americans still don't understand the full extent of the president's powers and things Donald Trump could do, bubble-wrapped in legalese, that would be damaging to the republic. And one of those that I've noted is there's something in the White House called the Doomsday Book. And for the first time, DHS gave authorization for me to mention this publicly. Uh, and the fact that there are concerns that that book, which is supposed to be used to protect the country in instances of armed foreign invasion or rebellion, it's the president's most extraordinary powers could be picked up by Trump and used for domestic political purposes. He could invoke powers we've never heard a president of the United States invoke, potentially to shut down companies or turn off the Internet or deploy the U.S. military on U.S. soil. Now, there's a clear and present danger for you. Unbelievable. And we hadn't heard that one before. Our guest today is Jim Hoff, founder of the Gateway Pundit and a great American. And it is great to have you with us, Jim. A headline in the Gateway Pundit, Trump prosecutor Jack Smith's alleged role in extortion scheme while at the International Court of Justice revealed. An amazing headline and an amazing story. Jim, give us your sense of what's going on here. Sure, Lou. So uh, this was posted by one of our um, contributors, Larry Johnson, and he's worked with this, uh, his partner, business partner, John Moynihan, for several years. They broke a, a lot of uh, reports over, over the years. Um, and uh, Moynihan is an investigator, and he investigates corruption on Capitol Hill. He actually did a, an excellent report on the Clintons and the Clinton Foundation a few years ago, uh, dug deep into it, and unfortunately, Congress didn't do anything with the findings. So I'm not sure where that case is in particular. But he, he did some digging around Jack Smith. And as you know, Lou, Jack Smith, I call him the hitman because he was hired to take out Governor Bob McDonald several years ago. Very popular governor from Virginia, 
who uh, had aspirations for higher office and um, very popular with the people. And here comes Jack Smith. Uh, and he charged him with all of these different fraud charges or that, that uh, he said McDonald committed. McDonald ended up uh, resigning, as you remember. Right. Um, the case did go to the Supreme Court, and Jack Smith lost eight to nothing in a Supreme Court because there was nothing there. And I'm convinced his job was to get McDonald out of the way. And I think that we're seeing that with Donald Trump now. This is, to me, uh, I believe, Jack Smith is like the hitman they, they hire. It doesn't matter if, if they win or lose the case, they just want Trump gone. And I think that's from his actions, we've seen, we have proof of that. I think, he, you know, there's, there's, there's not even a crime there with Trump, but they're trying to make a crime out of whatever it is, but they just want Trump out of the way. So, more, so anyway, Moynihan did, a, did some research on Smith, who was over in Europe, as you said, Working, working over there, and they find out that uh, now he has uh, a, a, a role in this extortion scheme. Um, we put this up, it, uh, it went viral on our site, um, and the details are at the Gateway Pundit. Um, it includes affidavits from four sure. people with ties to Kosovo, um, and uh, I'm not gonna uh, pretend to pronounce their names correctly, uh, but four different individuals and uh, sworn testimony by this Halik Sahijaz, uh, anyway, uh, who provides a comprehensive account of uh, Jack Smith's uh, actions at the International Court of Justice and raises serious questions about the integrity of the court and, uh, and this corruption scheme. So uh, it is. And as you say, I mean, it is, I just want everybody to know uh, about this story, because I think it's one that, if I may, recommend it to everybody to read, uh, as Jim says, on on the Gateway Pundit. It really is, and it is a fascinating story. And this story, what I find interesting, uh, this all came out on, let's see if I can get the date right, uh, the complaint by Moynihan. Uh, is uh, was delivered on November 28th. That was exactly 13 days uh, before uh, 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 Jack Smith decides to bypass the appellate court and go to the Supreme Court uh, with uh, the effort, his effort suddenly to decide whether or not President Trump, any president in fact, he has immunity for alleged crimes that occurred during uh, you know his uh, his presidency. I think it's interesting that he only got concerned about it at this relatively late date, don't you? Right, right. It's very interesting. And one of the charges that are that were brought up in our report was that uh, Smith uh, was working with one of these individuals. And uh, they were working to find Russian oligarchs who are on the U.S. sanction list so they could lift them off, um, offer them assistance so that they could be cut, lifted off this sanction list. Of course, that involves a lot of money. So this is what one of the uh, accusations against Smith in this in this entire piece. Uh, but uh, it goes much deeper than that. And uh, anyway, um, maybe Jack Smith has uh, something coming that uh, you know, that would be refreshing if one of these these guys actually got caught. Well, it, it, it is. And at any rate, it's it's a fascinating story, uh, whether he's personally benefiting from the money that was sloshing around uh, or whether, 
you know, it, it, it's just simply his role here is highly, I'll put it this way, unorthodox and uh, what he put into motion. So it's going to be interesting. And again, I recommend everybody go to the Gateway Pundit to, to read the story. Uh, it is indeed fascinating. And just as another peek uh, in, in inside the uh I, I guess I would call it the Jack Smith um, hit hit uh, hitman uh, reputation, and how he earned it uh, over time. I want to turn to this, uh, according to uh, uh, the the latest here, the Speaker of the House Mike Johnson inserted the seven hundred two extension to April on his own. Uh, without uh, any collaboration with, you know, people like, say, the, the Armed Services Committee Appropriations, uh, anyone that had been working uh, on funding the Defense Department, he just slipped it in, even though uh, he had made it clear to many people, apparently, that he would not do such a thing on a must-pass bill like NDAA. Uh, your thoughts about how Mike Johnson is doing and what is he doing? Yeah, so what happened this morning, Lou, in Congress was, and this is her last day before they go on vacation until, right. you know, January. So uh, uh, they, there are several Republicans who wanted to um, make changes to the FISA uh, rules. Um, and we know through FISA, the last administration, two administrations ago, the Biden administration was able to spy on President Trump when he was a candidate, later as a president. It was all it was all uh, abusing the FISA system. It was all based on lies. We know that. And of course, no one is punished whenever this happens, when it's against Trump. Uh, but so there was a lot of Republicans who want to make changes. Um, and, and like you said, Mike Johnson pushed it out till April if there's going to be any votes on the changes. So today, just a little bit ago, they voted to renew the FISA uh, laws and 147 Republicans joined the vote. Lou. So it did pass. And so we have 147 Republicans who think this is just fine. And um, I certainly don't. And I don't think most Americans who paid any attention to what they did to Donald Trump would think that this was anything um, that, that was fair. And it certainly has no place in America. We're talking with Jim Hoft of Gateway Pundit about why any Republican, any American, would reauthorize the FBI, the corrupt Department of Justice, and the intelligence community to give them power and authority to continue spying on Americans and our Congress and our Senate and God knows who else. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We're back now with Jim Hopped, and I want to say, Jim, I just cannot understand how gutless the Republican Party has become. I cannot understand how after they know they were spied upon, not just the Congress, but the House Intelligence Committee, the Senate Intelligence Committee, uh, over the course of time, they know what's happening. And it makes it makes anyone suspicious if they were to do that. What do they have on those those congressmen, those senators who are so eager to violate the civil rights of every single American? Yeah, that's a great question. What do they have? Maybe some of these rumors we heard from uh, different individuals like uh, George Santos and uh, uh, the, the the former congressman from uh, North Carolina, the young the young man. Maybe some of those rumors are true, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how they can just go ahead and go along with this. Certainly, their voters don't approve of this. Um, Matthew Cawthorn is the name I was looking for, the former congressman. Um, I, 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 I think a lot of people are upset about this because uh, what we did see with Trump, and we went through those hellish years where they put the president through this uh, this complete abuse um, and illegal abuse. They abused the system. Uh, to, to, to spy on Trump, his family. Uh, they've spied on the investigators who were looking into this from, from the House, Devin Nunes and his assistant, Cash Patel, at the time. Right. Um, so it's been abused over and over and over again. And um, I just have no idea how they think that this is, this is a wise move. Because what has happened, though, is it, it continues to be turned against Republicans. And so why would Republicans vote for something that's going to be used against them and their staff and their friends. I don't understand. I I don't either. And I don't know how anyone could possibly explain it other than there has to be some something going on here because this is inexplicable on its uh, on its face. Uh, They know that Republicans, uh, they they talk about, which I I hate the term two tier justice system, that there's one uh, one tier for Republicans and one for Democrats. We're watching that in action, of course, with uh, Hunter Biden. But and then to just simply say, well, that's okay, FBI, Department of Justice, go ahead, bring another sledgehammer over and swing away at us. I, I mean, it's it is really irrational, and therefore I know that there is something behind it. Uh, there is some force at work that is that explains this irrationality and and acting against their own interest and the interest of the American people. Uh, I want to I want to talk to you about also the the prospect. It looks like uh, with this new trial, three three defendants, uh, January, January 6th defendants will be uh, represented by one of those because the Supreme Court is going to hear whether or not uh, this uh, section um, in the, that the, they use for, what do they call it, obstructing a, a, a government uh, process uh, is going to be valid. Uh, and it looks like they think there are early indications the Supreme Court is against it. Uh, that means a few hundred Americans are going to be better off and, and the president as well, because half of the January 6 charges against him are that interfering with a with a government process. Uh, your thoughts? Oh, I think this is great news. I think they pulled this uh, this 1512 2C uh, rule and started throwing it at uh, 
these Trump supporters after January 6th. It's tragic that this happened. Um, and uh, it's just abusive. Uh, it's, it's landed a lot of these people in jail for a lot extra time than they should have been. You know, Lou, we see, we see how a uh, two-tiered system, maybe it's just tyranny is what we're watching, but um, the Republicans go to jail for several years. The Democrats who, who uh, disrupt Congress and disrupt hearings, uh, they're out the, in, within a couple hours. And we've seen that just recently, you know, with the uh, Hamas uh, protests and the pro-Palestinian protests in, in Congress. Um, this this is uh, this is good news because um, they threw this rule based on you know it goes back uh, before the 20th century they 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 uh, pulled it out and shook it off and they're going to start charging these people with this crime for disrupting the uh, the proceedings that day. Several of these people were arrested or didn't even get to the Capitol till after um, they had already disbanded Congress. Um, and we do know, I, I saw a sad tweet today, this uh, Matthew Perna, he was a, a man who was at January 6th, never been arrested in his life, never been in trouble with the law, and he went inside the Capitol, and he, um, uh, they, the, and he was charged with some crimes, he paid his dues, and then they came back and said, we're going to charge you with this extra crime, this 1512, and his aunt today tweeted out that that was when he took his life because he just, you know, he just couldn't take this abuse that was never ending from this government um, against, you know, these Trump supporters. And um, so a friend of mine, and I think you've spoken with him, Jake Lang, who's a January 6th right. prisoner, yes. um, he, he filed this along with two others. And um, it looks like the Supreme Court is going to take this and look at it. And I, I think it, it should obviously never have been used. But we will see. I think, though, it's it's really good news for some of these people who've been persecuted. I don't know how they get their lives back. I don't know how they get that time that they've spent in prison already. But I, I do hope that they correct this because it is complete lawlessness by the Department of Justice to use this against Trump supporters. You, you mentioned Jake Lang, all the hundreds of Americans that who've been uh, become prisoners of uh, the Marxist Dems in this country. I, I, I still to this day cannot imagine how it is that we got to this point where the judges of the D.C. Uh, circuit uh, and district, the judges, uh, appellate judges, uh, all of them, so, so many of them are obviously so um, politically motivated, ideologically motivated. This is not a Republican Democrat thing. This is a Marxist Dem America thing. And uh, they mean to destroy the lives of these people. This is not an accident. The prosecutors from the DOJ over overcharging these these poor people, these poor Americans, uh, the judges uh, over sentencing them. It's an outrage, and we'll take that up as we continue. We're talking with Jim Hoff, the Gateway Pundit. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back now with Jim Hoft, and I want to say that the president has a lot going for him uh, right now. Suddenly, the the wind looks to be at his back in terms of what has happened uh, with moving to the Supreme Court uh, with uh, Tanya Chutkin, the D.C. District Court judge who had to uh, pause her trial that she wanted to ramrod through because of the appeal by Jack Smith. Uh, We've got a unanimous Republican vote on the impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. Uh, but then there, there are things that cause cause us great concern, Jim. We see a picture of Paul Ryan exiting the office of what is now the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. Uh, that is one of the most disturbing pictures that I have seen recently. Uh, it, from it, It's just incredible. Of all the people he could get advice from, he goes to this this pretend uh, policy walk on the budget. Uh, it, it's just it's stunning to me. Your your reaction? Yeah, I think seeing Paul Ryan leave the speaker's office is almost as scary as seeing um, Zelensky leave his office. President Zelensky, um, <laughs> you know that we're going to lose either way. Yeah. Um, but uh, the Paul Paul Ryan. Now that was a stunner. I had no idea that they were communicating, let alone having these little raps, mm-hmm. private rap sessions. Um, so that, of course, it's very concerning. And um, and then we know that our friend uh, Paul Paul Ryan came out immediately after these talks, and he's he's bashing Trump again. You know, he just he just can't help himself. He's got that you know Trump derangement syndrome, and it's. It's stuck on his brain, and he's calling Trump an authoritarian and uh, all of this nonsense. Uh, so, uh, yeah, very concerning, Lou. And the, and the Gateway Pundit uh, giving it uh, your usual thorough uh, coverage and uh, and prominence because that's what it deserves. It is to see this uh, to see this interaction between Mike Johnson, all the people that he's got in that uh, in that conference, in the Republican conference that he could go to, uh, the outside sources that he could go to resources uh, and to choose Paul Ryan, who is, by the way, I want to remind everybody, he is, among other things, on the Fox board. He's also with some advisory firms, as they're called. Uh, in Washington, D.C., he's bringing in lobbyist money uh, and, cons- quote unquote, consultant money by the bucket. This is a guy who's turned his uh, his career of mediocrity uh, into a uh, to a gold rush. Uh, and then he has the outrageous temerity to to attack President Trump again. He he shouldn't even be permitted to say Trump's name. He is he's unworthy of speaking Trump's name and to suggest he hasn't I mean he's really off the rails here. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Lou, what happened to uh, him going back to Wisconsin? Did that ever cross his mind after all those years in Congress? Heck no. He's that he's stuck around. He's he's in DC or New York, you know, he's making the big bucks now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and and lecturing all of us about Trump, narcissist, oh, yeah. 
the narcissist uh, authoritarian Donald Trump. You know, uh, I, I, I was hoping we would have heard the last of Paul Ryan after he left office. Um, but unfortunately, that's not the case uh, with several of these individuals. So here he is out again. And, you know, um, he's not just attacking Trump, but then he's praising Liz Cheney and uh, Adam Kinzinger. It's like, uh, can you believe what that? is going on? Can you believe he would try to to put them in the Congressional Hall of Fame uh, because they were they went off their off the rails and it's just this guy is obsessive about it. He's got some it's you called it the yeah. Trump derangement syndrome. There is without question. I think he's getting paid for, by the way, what he's saying. It's my guess that he is the mouthpiece for some people who have some other candidates. But that's just my uh, skeptical uh, journalistic nature. I, I just can't imagine why he would suddenly sit down with uh, Taneo and have an interview. I can't imagine why Taneo would care. Oh, wait a minute. They're part of the cycle in D.C. They're all part of the swamp. Uh, and it gives them a, a, you know, a talking point for the for the day. Uh, so I, I'd like to get your sense, uh, if you will. Uh, we also saw that absolute uh, unanimous vote by the Republican Party on the impeachment inquiry. That suggests to me that some uh, that we have now a real prospect uh, to see justice serve and for this the republican conference to to get its balance and to and for mike johnson i hope will wake the hell up if i may put it that way um i think this was great news uh we've been waiting for it since they were sworn in and took the gavel uh back last january um i think democrats would have already had this thing this process done and over with by now but at least they they pat they took the vote they passed the vote um, it was unanimous, so I give Mike Johnson credit for that. That was a nice uh, Christmas present before they go off for another month. Um, so uh, we'll see. You know, um, when Kevin McCarthy was there, I thought the chances of Joe Biden being impeached was about zero percent. Mm -hmm. But maybe we have, maybe we have uh, the, the odds have gone up under Mike uh, Johnson. So uh, hopefully, um, justice will be served for for the first time in a long time. Uh, we we know that uh, what the Bidens have done. We've followed that for years. You've followed it for years with uh, Burisma and Ukraine and, uh, and and the Hunter laptop that was hidden and uh, and which was full of truths and full of emails that explicitly discussed their deals. Him and his dad. And then we know that Joe Biden has all these anonymous um, accounts, uh, email accounts, and all the uh, you know business he was conducting with these accounts. Uh, hundreds of, of emails flying back and forth. So uh, maybe uh, finally uh, these people will be caught. I think that would be very refreshing. I think the American people, you know, uh, and, and that I wonder if that explains too why they've gone, gone after Trump so hard with these junk charges one after another. Maybe they knew what was what was coming, but we will see and hopefully 2024 will be a, a better year. And I think what you're intimating is absolutely right. I think that good part of the uh, the assault, uh, what has been now an eight-year persecution of Donald Trump, in large measure, uh, was motivated by the deep state and the Marxist Dems and the Biden regime uh, and the Obama uh, 
what would you call it, the cabal, uh, trying to protect themselves because when it came out early that they had tried to frame the president of the United States, uh, it, they have to. They almost had to do it. Uh, to this degree, I never dreamed it would be possible. Uh, and and I'd like to get your thoughts here as we conclude. What did you think of Hunter Biden's performance on the grounds of the Capitol uh, as he tried to play the part of uh, both victim, uh, heroic defender of his father, uh, and. Uh, and uh, and a, a critic, if you will, of the House of Representatives and the Constitution that gives them the power to investigate. Well, I think we know now, Lou, that Hunter Biden is not just an accomplished artist, but he's an accomplished actor. And that's what we saw yesterday. Um, it, it's, it was just such nonsense. This person, this whole family, I mean, the Biden crime family, who, they got everyone involved. They even have... Uh, women who have left the family through divorce are still getting paid. I mean, uh, that's quite a quite a crime family. So, uh, you know, we will see uh, how this goes. Uh, if if uh, I, I think it'd be nice if he got the uh, uh, Peter Navarro treatment gets arrested the next time he tries to take a plane and they put him in handcuffs and bring him and sit in jail for for overnight. I'm sure it won't, won't be his first time in jail. Um, we documented that Hunter Biden was arrested as a teen with drugs, and I think that uh, drug career went on for several several decades. So uh, I'm sure that's not his first time in jail, but I hope that he gets what's due. Yeah, I hope that he gets the same treatment that they have handed out, as you as you point out. Uh, I, you know, I just uh, as we sit here thinking about it, I, I find myself uh, thinking. What took so long, but on the other hand, being so grateful that it looks like now there is momentum behind the Republican effort to hold them accountable. Jim Hoft, as always, great to have you with us, and uh, I wish you all the very best. I wish you uh, uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. We'll get it all in. All right, Lou. Happy Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thanks so much. Thanks, everybody, for being with us today. Our guest here tomorrow on The Great America Show is Cornell Law Professor William Jacobson, the smartest person I know on the issue of anti-Semitism on our university and college campuses. You don't want to miss what Professor Jacobson has to say. Please be with us. Follow me on Twitter and True Social at Lou Dobbs. Check out loudobbs.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America.